And I remember being a little envious of him because he got to wake up and go to work every day. And I was all of a sudden in our condo with our daughter. And instead of being the mama two, I was a mother one. Hey, thanks for listening to We're Momming Today. If you're listening on a smart speaker or website, make sure to find me, Lauren Simonetti, on your favorite podcast platform like Apple Podcasts, Google, TuneIn, and Stitcher. And don't forget to leave me a review. Momming today with Kim Leonard of Stu Leonard's fame. You are the Stu Leonard wife, uh, mom of four girls. Wow. And um, and you have a story to tell. Um, you didn't always have four daughters. You had one daughter and one son Yes, about 30 years ago. Yes. And something happened. Yes. So um, my... Uh, it was uh, right after Christmas, and so we, uh, we, the whole family, my, was heading down to St. Martin. My in-laws have a home down there, and so the um, Stu's brother, his wife, children, my other two sister-in-laws, their husbands and children, we're all heading down there, and um, we were. It was New Year's Day, and we were getting ready for our daughter's birthday. And I was inside uh, making the cake, and Stu was right outside. I could see him like he was 10 feet from me hanging up balloons. And all of a sudden, he opened the sliding glass door, and he said, Is Stewie with you? Is he in here? And I'm like, No. And I remember I didn't even initially panic because I couldn't, in my line of vision, I could see my brother-in-law sitting next to the pool, my other sister-in-law on this, uh, by the swing set with kids. And then I heard Stu scream. And he went diving into the pool. And I ran out and I remember um, pulled his body out in the water. And um, I remember just thinking, this is like, this is just, how is this, hap- how is this happening? And um, at the time, there was no telephone. Um, you know, there's no 911 on the island of St. Martin at that time. So my husband and sister-in-law jumped in a jeep and drove and my other sister and I and I followed and uh, when we got to the hospital I remember I went in and um, you know he was just laying there and he looked like he was sleeping and um, it just happened so fast that's what everybody says yeah and um, he was 21 months old yes you're a new mom. Yes. You had a three-year-old daughter. It was her birthday. Yes, exactly. Um, and, and you had a toddler. Right. And it's interesting because when we arrived, um, the room we were staying in had a loft. And the, the kids at the time loved to jump on their beds. Yeah. And I remember was, I was so afraid that they were going to – that they would be up there jumping and, like, f- come over and I made Stu the night before drag the mattresses down so they were sleeping on the floor next to us. And yet here was a pool right there. And you were you said you were looking out the window. I was looking out the window and we not and I I grew up in California going to my grandparents' cabin on a lake for as long as I can remember. I mean water was a part of my life. And I I had all my life brought me such joy, swimming, water skiing, boating. And I didn't, I didn't realize the danger that was right there. 
How did you how did you deal with it at the time? At the time, um, I think I I clearly remember when I we were following and in the car, and I remember these images that were flashing across in my mind were like when I was a little girl in Sunday school coloring pictures of stories from the Bible, and I I remember just thinking. Just breathe, Kim. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. And um, I, I mean, I um, came from uh, my grandfather when he immigrated to the uh, the U.S. Um, his church was very important to him, and him and a group of men um, built the Serbian Orthodox Church in Alhambra. And my father was a Sunday school teacher. He ran the church camp every summer. So I grew up as that was my foundation, and that's what I fell back on. And there were so many people that reached out to us with so much love and strangers and cards. And I honestly believe that their prayers helped sustain us. Did you beat yourself up? Did you fight with your husband? Uh, that, yeah, well, that had to be a tough time. Yeah, it was a very tough time because when something like this happens to you, people grieve very differently. And Stu definitely had his way, and I had my way. And I remember at one point he had this, um, oh, well, right after it happened, my father-in-law gave us this book, um, When Bad Things Happen to Good People. And I remember, like, I just, it, I read the whole thing. And I remember I was on the plane going home, and I was, like, reading it. And tears were, like, just streaming down my face. I was next to two strangers because the, air, the airlines did a huge favor for us and got our family on the plane the next day so we could go home. And um, I definitely, I read everything I could get my hands on. My, um, But anyhow, I remember Stu had this book about, oh, these are the stages you're going to go through. And I remember I wanted to, like, take that book <laughs> and shove it. I Don't tell me what I'm feeling. I'm going to feel it when I feel it. And But I think the one thing that we were so blessed was we had our daughter. And we had, we had to be strong. We had to be strong. And I remember being a little envious of him because he got to wake up and go to work every day. And I was all of a sudden in our condo with our daughter. And instead of being the mom of two, I was a mother of one. But you were able to go on and have three more children, yes. three more daughters. A- yeah. And now you have a grandson. And now we have a grandson. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah which is very exciting. Um I, I commend you, and I, I admire your, your bravery for talking about this because it's a personal issue. I'm sure there was a lot of just raw emotion, regret, and, and everything that comes with that, that you're, you're helping other people. Because I have two children. I have, yeah. well, a, an 18-month-old, so right around the age of Stewie. Yes. And I have a four-year-old daughter. And we put my daughter at six months old in swim class. Yes. To, she swims. She can go from the, the deep end to the shallow end of my pool by herself. That's And awesome. she was able to do that at three. And we have my little guy in swim classes too because of your story. Yeah. Because we know that you have to be so safe around water. Everybody says it happens so fast. You're being responsible. You're with them. But, you know, in, in a split second, right. a toddler, a baby runs off. If they have a diaper on, that could, that could weigh, weigh them down. Weigh down, absolutely. Um, 
And there's such an awareness now. We still hear this story, um, yeah. and, and it's tragic, but I think that, that parents are, are more aware now. Right. But I remember hearing afterwards, it's not – it's a – Lapse of supervision, not a lack of supervision. In our Just case, that lapse. I I took for granted that that Stu was watching him because Stewie was outside. But we never communicated to each other. You've got him right. Like we never. I never said, Stu, you're watching him, right? Or you know. And a lot of times there were a bunch of adults around. We let our guard down. Yeah. Um, so. So the one of the tips that you would give with anything is make sure you have like a verbal agreement of right. the pass off of the right. child. Right, and a designated watcher so right. that that person knows their eyes are on that child at all times. Because over the years, what I've it seems that mo, I've, most drownings that I've heard about are oftentimes when it's not even swim time, when there are other people around and you tend to let your guard down, mm-hmm. or you haven't communicated to the child how important it is just not to be near water without them without them asking permission and for an adult to be watching them. And I think probably one of the biggest distractions now are cell phones. Mm. And that's a huge thing that when you're not watching your child if you're on your cell phone. Yeah. And that's, you know, another... And, you know, I, I think I look back and I think how... You know, you teach your children not to touch a hot stove, not to stick things in a socket, you know, mm. um, not to pick up little objects when they're starting. Like, there's so many things as new moms you have to worry about. And then all of a sudden, you get through some of those, and then you're feeling, like, pressure, like, you've got to teach them the ABCs and how to count. And, like, all of a sudden, you realize that they're really, if they're not safe, none of that matters. And, yeah. Tell me about the foundation that you have for your son. All right. So um, we, my, we started a foundation, the Stu Leonard III Water Safety Foundation, and we have helped um, for last uh, 25 years have raised over $2 million, and every year we give grants out to different swim programs. We've partnered a lot with um, the YMCAs, um, Horizons, uh, and um, a couple of boys and girls clubs. So we help uh, with scholarships for underprivileged children. And then we've re- we uh, wrote um, a book, Stewie the Duck Learns to Swim. I know I'm looking at it. And it, literally in red at the top of the book, this book could save your child's life. Yeah. So yeah. it's really, it's so, I realize just it's educating because over the years we've had so many people write us, tell us, that once they read that book to their child, and there's a my husband had the great idea of um, taking the water safety rules and putting them to the tune of Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, <laughs> and so it's Should very I ask you to sing it. No, and I can't carry a tune. <laughs> you can. But, oh no! <laughs> but um, it's basically don't jump in until you learn to swim. Cover your chest with a safe life vest. A grown up must watch you in the pool. You'll be safe if you learn these rules. Stewie the duck wants you safe like you. And children, they get it. And we've. Ha- I remember we. I was standing in the store one day, and a mo- mom came over to us and said, "You know what? I I thought the door was locked, and it wasn't. And my child came back in and said, "Mom, don't you know I can't go by the pool without you, Stewie the ducks? Awesome. You know." And you go, "Yes, you know." So it's just a parent ha- taking the time to teach your child, just like you do all those other little things about. 
safety, little objects, hot stoves. What, you know, it's just taking the time, and they're smart, and they get it, and they'll and it'll keep them safer. Yeah. Tell me about what it's like to be a mom of four girls. <laughs> oh, nothing in my I, – I have a younger brother, so nothing prepared me for this um, at all. Sometimes I'm still like, whoa. <laughs> like a mini cheerleading team. <laughs> but um, it's wonderful now because our uh, oldest is 33, another 29, 28, 24, and um, – Two of them, two and a half were launched. No, two are launched. Two are still <laughs> kind of finding their way, but all all good. Are they all local for you? Um, well, uh, two live in New York, and then our two youngest daughters about a year ago moved out to California. Oh. So that's very exciting. Our oldest daughter did that for a couple of years and then came back. So that's where I grew up, and they right. spent their lives going and visiting their grandparents and family. So they feel very comfortable there, and it doesn't really feel – I mean, I know they're far away, but they're with family, so it's really nice, and I talk to them a lot. And so How does your husband feel about having five women in his life? He loves it. Are you kidding? <laughs> He's outnumbered. Yeah. He, <laughs> he always – his favorite joke is every time I, I come home, someone's crying, and it's usually me. <laughs> But he loves his girls. They, uh, he, you know, his little harem. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> tell me, tell me about the business. I know you just opened some new stores. Yes. Um, you're the the talk of my town because yeah. you just opened your Paramus store. Yeah. It, it's so exciting. I was out there for the grand opening, and it's the first time we've been able to have uh, our wine and liquor in the food store. Oh right. Which is so exciting because it's just the and it's um how you just have the energy of the store and there's this they have this like food all this their food court area all these prepared foods that like everyone's just loving. I know you brought food to yeah. us I'm like ex- with their incredible chewy chocolate pecan cookies with yeah. lots of pecans. That's what the label says. I can't wait to yeah. dig in. And they're delicious <laughs> and the apple cider donuts and then. On all dad, who, his yeah. dad, who's dad's favorite? Uh, that's dad. Stu's dad. Okay. The original. <laughs> the Stu original. Lennon. Yes, the original. And then, of course, I figured this pistachio nuts are always. What's your most popular product? Oh, that's a good question. I'm. I'm going to think. I'm going to guess it's something out of the bakery. <laughs> but of course, <laughs> um, how how much are you involved in the in the operation? Well, I'm. I'm. Help out in the wine store part time. Wait, where in California are you from? Is it Napa? No, LA okay. area. Oh, LA. <laughs> but my uh, my grandmother's family were all uh, farmers in Bakersfield, mm-hmm. and they were grape growers, so they made their own homemade wine. But <laughs> and cotton growers. So I grew up with, with a farming, you know, history of farming in my family's background. So it's very very natural fit. And so I, when Stu, when we would get married. When we got married, he would come out, and we'd go out, and my dad would take him to Trader Joe's, and he'd go, oh, this is cool. And so um, when they opened their Yonkers store, I guess a little over 20 years ago, they said, you know, I think I'm going to – the one thing, we'd be sitting down at dinner, I can't – everything, the food's great, but every time I go buy a bottle of wine, it's hit or miss. He, and so um, – the gentleman at the time that was selling us flowers said, I know somebody in the wine business. So he introduced him to Stu and they opened the wine store in Yonkers. And it's so funny because where I live, the Stu Leonard's wine is right next to the Trader Joe's. Ah, uh, yes. On Route 17, I believe. Right. But that one's now moved into the into the food store. Oh, OK. Yes. 
Now I know. Yes. Um, do you cook every day uh, or almost every day? Almost every day. <laughs> but we're pretty simple. We uh, like we'll tend to just like uh, grill fish, chicken, meat, vegetables, mm-hmm. salads. I'm not a really fancy cook. That's okay. Who is these yeah. days? There's no time. My daughter's a, my my oldest daughter's a good cook. She really? married a young man from France, and so he oh, wow. has a higher bar. <laughs> yeah, we don't compete with that. We just say thank you. It's delicious. Um, how would you, you know, everyone, the idea of grocery shopping is interesting to me because for for new parents, it's an activity. The kids right. love to do it, right? right? And if you let them open everything up as you're shopping, you know, it yeah. could it could kill an hour and it right. could be kind of fun. Um, but a lot of people like to outsource it and use delivery apps and have other right. people pick um, their produce for them, and then it you know shows up at your at your doorstep. And we've upgraded what we eat, you know, organic, um, right. Beyond Meat, Impossible Foods, this and that. Um, to you, how have you adapted to the, the changes in the industry and with the customer? Uh, okay, um, well, I think growing up in California, I've always been drawn to healthier types of food, so that's natural for me. Um, as far as the store now, I mean, they have a you can do click and pick up. But I think for for the way I – and I'm not involved in the food store. I'm just married to some, my husband who is running them. But the way I sort of see it, it Stu Leonard's isn't like a normal grocery store. It's an experience. It's fun. You go there. And that's what works these days in retail period. Right. The experience. You know, there's, there's – you walk in the bakery and there's always free samples. There's animation. There, the samples you know, are key. Yeah. And there's animation. There's – there's fun. There's a track, a train track going. I mean, there's a lot that, um, for the kids to be entertained by, and it is fun. It's like it's something to do, and I can't imagine certain things. Like if I never had to go into a store to buy toilet paper and cleaning products again, I could easily have and have those all delivered. But as far as my food, I like seeing and I like seeing touching my vegetables, my fruits. Picking out, I know I want that piece yep. of fish. You know, that's, that's me. I don't. I agree. So it'll be interesting to see what happens because it seems like um, there's you see like one extreme these extremes, and I sort of feel like it's going to shake out, and people are going to decide like like I wonder. I see my girls buy a lot of things online, and a lot the majority of it goes back, and oh. I'm like at some point. Like, it just makes so much more sense to get, get off your butt and go into the store and try it on. I did um, a food delivery service a few weeks ago, and this happened to me two times in a row, and I swear I'll never do it again. They make these substitutions. Like, if you ask for one brand of something, they'll give you another brand because they're out of the original. But sometimes it's a completely different item. Like, right. I thought I ordered fresh blueberries, and I'm getting frozen blueberries. Like what right. I, Anyway, it's annoying. Right. So I like to be there. Yeah. Um, Kim, thank you for coming in. Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, thank you for sharing your story. I know that that's not not easy. Yeah. Well, but if even all these years later. Yes, all these years later. But you know, I think if just to my to all the moms and dads out there, just it's just educating your child. I mean, swim lessons are super important, but even. Just from the get-go, like from a year, like as soon as they start moving, just talking to them about how important it is to never go near water without them watching. And this is a, a testament to you and your family. I mean, you were able to move on and recover from this. Mm-hmm. And, and 
I don't want to say make it a, a positive, but turn it into what could be a, a positive experience for other people. Right. Well, you hope. I mean, you realize you uh, now, 30 years later, you, you know, you have something like this happen and you think, okay, how, how can I give back and make like, him proud of us? Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) I'm Guy Benson. Join me weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and guests. Listen live on the Fox News app or get the free podcast at GuyBensonShow.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.